JD Talking Sports. It is Sunday, May 3rd, 2020. So think about this. Yesterday was supposed to be Kentucky Derby. Yesterday was the graduation at Michigan. None of that's happening. But what is happening is I had Shea Patterson. They had him go to the Giants, the G-Men. But no, it's not happening. He is actually going to play for the Chiefs which I think is better. And she said, well, he's just going to send the bench, Michigan said. But uh, it's been the last two seasons at Michigan starting quarterback after transfer from Ole Miss, throwing for 5,661 yards and 45 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. They were to have Mahomes and Chad Haney on the roster. They also got uh, Jordan Te'amu for the from the XFL. He played for the St. Louis Battlehawks. I don't know how that just stuck in my head. He was one of the most highly touted recruits of the 2016 high school class, never lived up to the hype. Struggling two years. I thought he had some good games at Ole Miss and transferred to Michigan. And, you know, he was okay. Yeah, he had a great sophomore year, I remember, at Ole Miss. He lost almost almost eight points from his completed, completion percentage from his junior to senior years. He's a clear fourth right now. This is the thing. If he gets – he's going to have great coaching with Andy Reid. Andy Reid is a quarterback coach. He's done great things with Mahomes. I think he's, Chad Henning is on the way down now. Jordan Te'amu did play well in the XFL. But you know what? If anything, they could put him on the practice squad. I think he's a guy who could learn being in that being in that system. I think he had, you know, it's interesting how guys were so good when they first came in the league and then, you know, when they came with so much hype. Remember Hackenberg? I mean, I thought Hackenberg was, you know, he had a great freshman year at Penn State and then he went downhill and never began, and he's done. And I really hope that he – I think he's going to get good coaching. I didn't think the Giants – listen, I think Judge would be a good coach, but it's going to take a while for that system to get going. I think he's going to a great team. We'll see how that works out. Time will tell. And I just saw that LIU starting hockey te- starting a hockey team in 2020-21. Uh, I just read that France is now going to shut things down probably till July 24th, which doesn't bode well for us because they – I don't know. I, I, when I saw that, I was like, that's not good. And then NHL's talking four arenas for playing. And Bleacher Report is showing Ty Johnson is pulling around a Jeep. And should the Knicks trade for Chris Paul? I don't know about that. I, I, I don't really even need to say on that. They're showing that Miami's offensive lineman, Austin Jackson, crushing opponents in high school. I think high school's a little different than the... NFL, but that's just me. Bob Arum, hey, listen, Dana White, I don't, I don't disagree with you. He says, uh, he says on UFC's return amid COVID nineteen pandemic, this kind of cowboy behavior doesn't do any doesn't do anybody any good. But if they're doing arenas with nobody there, what are they doing? Listen, they can do boxing with no arenas. I don't understand. You know, they get the people there, they have the fights, they have a controlled setting, they have temperature gauges. I don't think. Listen, he wants to get it going. I think people are going a little cuckoo for cocoa puffs. I think people need something. And I read this also, which I was talking to Gumbo Chef about, that LSU had every position, offensive and defensive position, taken in the NFL draft. They Burrow taking a quarterback. Cleveland Chazon 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 was taken. He's a defensive lineman. Justin Jefferson, wide receiver. Patrick Queen, a linebacker. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, running back. They also had Christian Fulton, a cornerback. Grant Delpit, a safety. Lloyd Cushenberry, a center. They had Damian Lewis, offensive lineman, taken by the Seahawks. Jacob Phillips, a linebacker. Uh, Sadiq Charles was taken, offensive tackle, taken by the Skins. Rashard Lawrence, taken, number uh, defensive lineman, taken by the Cardinals. Blake Ferguson, 
Long snapper even was taken by the Dolphins. 185. Steven Sullivan, tight end, got taken 251 by the Seahawks. And then undrafted. So think, think about that. Offensive lineman, defensive. Only ones that didn't, didn't get taken were a punter and a kicker. And I looked at I was looking at other franchises. And also, they had taken undrafted free agents. You had Thaddeus Moss, tight end. Uh, Braden uh, Fajoko, defensive lineman by the Chargers. Badara Trory, offensive lineman taken by the Bears. Derek Dillon, a wide receiver taken by the Giants. Michael Divini, a, a linebacker taken by the Bucks, And Adrian McGee, an offensive lineman taken by the Saints. So I had to look it up because I, want to, I remember great teams like the 87-88 Hurricanes. 87. Now, interesting. Miami was only had two number one picks, Testaverde and Russell Maryland. Russell, Russell Maryland was taken in, in a down year in 91, so 87-91. And I came across Bama, and Bama didn't even have anybody drafted in 2007. 2000, I'm sorry. And they had some pretty crappy years right there. So it's amazing how much they've gone since Saban take, took over. And I was looking at a lot of teams. A lot of teams had players taken, but not a quarterback, even in the draft. Like a lot of teams, that was the weak position on the team. So very interesting. Nothing came close to LSU. So I don't know. Um, I, I did some research. I did not find anything, but I looked it up. Looked up uh, Ohio State. The national. I looked up the '97 freaking the '97 Michigan championship team. They had five players taken in the whole draft, so it was very interesting how a lot of guys, a lot of teams I thought would take a lot of players, they were taken, but not a lot. Even the Miami team of '88, no freaking quarterback in the. They had 12 guys picked, 11, 12 guys picked, and none of them were quarterbacks. So I thought that was all very interesting. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. I still have not watched the documentary on. Alex Smith, but Michigan wants to watch it. I also signed up for a New Jersey virtual race between May 15th and July 15th. I have to run the distance, the Tollbooth Challenge, or the New, or the Jersey Devil Road Tour Challenge, 62 days. It's 579 miles. Yeah, I, I wrote it down. Yeah, and I got to do five, basically nine miles a day. And Harris said it's going to kill me, but I'm like, all right, I got to try it. Michigan was like, do what you have to do. And I thought it was pretty cool. So I'm excited about doing that. But uh, Joey Bumbles does not have a watch or anything. He just runs and, you know, eh, I'm running a couple miles. God bless him. I'm OCD. I couldn't do that stuff. And the Cowboys brought in Andy Dalton, which I thought was interesting. I didn't think he would go there. But does that mean they're going to lowball Dak Prescott? They're going to push him to sign? If not, they have him. I think he's going to get $3 million guaranteed. He could make $7 million with me hitting his goals or whatever, performance goals or whatever. But Dak Prescott, they want to sign him at the right number. I don't know what the right number is. But the very interesting and Dak Prescott. Oh, and I just so, so Houston Rockets said they're fully expect to reopen Toyota Center to players for individual workouts next week. I think a lot of this is going to backfire because one player is going to get sick. It's all done. Yeah, I'm doing the New Jersey virtual. Yeah, I signed up. I'm pretty psyched about that. Five hundred seventy nine point two miles. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing balls. And I saw that the United States women's soccer team, their wage discrimination was. Uh, ruled in favor of the United States. The federal judge in California ruled against them. They said they're going to keep going for it. I, I don't understand how they could even bring up this. The women's team, all they do is win World Cups. The men's teams don't win shit. I know that they have more revenue in the men's, but men's team aren't winning anything. Not even close. I think quarterfinals, the greatest finisher they've ever done. And I think the women should keep fighting for this. I don't understand why they don't have pay equality between the, between the two, especially when the women are playing that much better. I think it's a crock of shit. I really do. I think it's disgusting. Uh, Joey Bumbles just sent me something through Facebook. It's just taking forever to open. Bumbles, what are you sending me? What is he sending me? 
Oh, a funny video? I don't know. Okay. Send me something on TikTok. I thought it was interesting. But I think it's interesting. The women are not going to go away with this. Friday's ruling cited as undisputed fact that from 2015 to 2019, the women's national team averaged $220,747 per game in total payments for a total of $24.5 million, while the men's national team averaged $212,000 per game in total payments for a total of eighteen point five. But the women play more games. It does not include compensation. That's what they're, so they're said in that time. I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm not happy about this. I think the women, yeah, the women, uh, the Federation argued at the time that the four players lack standing because they earn more in total than male counterparts. And siding with the plaintiffs at the time, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, I stated that the plaintiffs had failed in the intervening months to further establish that they earn more in total compensation due solely or a material part to the W, to the women's national team working more than the men's national team. So instead, the difference in collecting the CBA agreements between the women's team and the men's team proved to be the undoing of the EPA's claim, which is bullshit. I'm sorry. Put them all in the same deal, and then I think we're okay. Yeah, I, I, the women don't have as much money in the pool as the men do. Yeah, I, they relied exclusively on that line of what he says. So merely comparing what women's national team received under their new CBA with what they would have received under the new men's national team CBA discounts at the value that the team placed on guaranteed benefits they received under their agreement, which they opted for at the expense of higher performance-based bonuses. I don't know. In those filings, as part of the summary judgment, U.S. soccer argued the women's players did not meet EPA requirements for performing equal work because alleged they were physically inferior to men's players and that the women's game carried less responsibility. Ridiculous. Yeah, I, I think they should all be getting paid the same, if not more, and, and should be weighed more heavily on winning championships. I'm sorry, you went you went back-to-back World Cups, it should mean something. Yeah, women, yeah, we have learned that there are tremendous obstacles to change. We know that it takes bravery and courage and perseverance to stand up for them. We will appeal and press on. Words cannot express our gratitude to all who support us. Good for them. We are shocked and disappointed with today's decision, but we will not give up our hard work for equal pay. Through the Molly Levinson spokesperson for the plaintiffs, we are unconfident in our case and steadfast in our commitment to ensuring that girls and women who play this sport will not will not be valued as lesser just because of their gender. And even if they don't, this will change in the future. That's I know this will have a good effect in the future. And I'm I'm all listen, I'm all right. Yeah, they a triable issue. That's what the judge says. A triable issue that they were paid less than the players in the men's team. Should be the same freaking CPA. I'm sorry. Should be. And Oriole surprised uh, Trey Mancini with a video call in his fight against colon cancer, which is really scary. I mean, that's scary shit. And Bears, listen, the Bears aren't extending Mitch Trubisky. No fifth-year option. Does that mean Nick Foles? Does that mean that's the man they want? Is that is that their guy? We watched Commando last night. And Mitch Trubisky, am I shocked? No. No, not at all. I don't, I don't think he's worth the money. He's worth the money at all. And this is interesting. So you got parts. They said tonight for parts five and six, if you're a Knicks fan, you will not like the last dance. You will not like it at all. And someone brought up a good point. Bill Russell, on this date, yesterday, May 2nd, 1968, Mr. 11 Rings won his first title as player coach. Does Bill Russell deserve more credit? for? He was a hell of a freaking player. You know what? Different game back then, but definitely I agree with it. So every, I'm sorry, this is what the LSU did. Every eligible offensive player was drafted or signed as an undrafted free agent, which is pretty impressive. And LSU Tigers had a player drafted at every offensive and defensive position, which is just 
It's pretty pretty freaking amazing. Yeah, that's that's a hell of a run. I, I told the Gumbo Show, I said, they're never going to forget this team, ever. Ever. Yeah, and I sent a picture to someone that she's a big fan of. Um, Bengals declined the fifth-year option on John Ross, become a free agent. Never really turned out to be the receiver they thought he was going to be from Washington. Yeah, John Ross is uh, tied to them only for this year. Listen, all these guys who have a year to show, whatever. And I saw that uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Panthers quarterback, cycled almost 75 miles in five hours. So 15 miles an hour. Hey, listen, I got to ask my buddy how much he, he cycles all the time. And they said, oh, I just saw this just now. So Daytona and Texas Motor Speedways will host high school graduations. All right, that's nice. Yeah, pretty crazy. Andy Dalton. So Andy Dalton, up to $7 million, $3 million guaranteed. Good for him. Went food shopping today, got that stuff I had to get. And Dez said, nothing against Andy Dalton because I think he's a great player, but the Cowboys are extremely out of line. Paid Dak. I watched the Cowboys play, pay Tony twice, once without a winning record. I guess the Cowboys viewing the quarterback position a plug-in piece because of the dominant offense. I don't disagree with you, buddy. I really don't. I don't disagree with you at all. I don't think Andy Dalton is the guy, but you never know. I really, I'll tell you, I thought Dak Prescott disappeared a lot of games. I know I saw his overall stats, but I thought when they needed a big play, he didn't make it. I just, I'm not a big Dak Prescott fan anymore. I think he's kind of eh. He's kind of void. And Jordan, his kid said that, you know, they, you know, they would play a game of one-on-one-on-one. On one on one. Whoever scored got the ball. And uh, his, his kid said, never took it easy on him. Marcus said, he talked on the Today Show about his sad dad. Said the game got so competitive one time to the point I literally had to call my mom and tell her dad's picking on me. I was a freshman in high school. There was nothing given. You had to earn everything. So Marcus ended up playing three years of college ball at Central Florida, 2009 to 2011, after 12 points, three rebounds, three assists. Jeffrey also played at college for Illinois and Central Florida. From 2007 to 2012, he averaged two points per game between the two programs. I don't think they could ever compete with their own dad. I don't think that was ever happening. But crazy, crazy train. Yeah, pretty crazy. All these guys... LSU, what a team. And Jason went like, this is interesting. He said, of course, LeBron would adapt. He's a survivor. This is what a lot of people say of him. But he's not as competitive as Jordan Bird, Magic, Malone, Kobe, Isaiah, and a few others. Old school NBA required a deeper level of comp- competitive competitive fire. But LeBron would be a great player in an era. He's a modern. I don't know if he's a modern world champion. Let's not go that far. He's a great player. But they, don't, they didn't change the game for LeBron. He's a good player. Great player. He is a great player. But it's a different era. And yeah, I don't think any players had it. I mean, it was a different game when Jordan played. But an interesting comment there. And Skip Bayless said, Mike Malone, an assistant coach on LeBron's Cavs, said LeBron doesn't have Jordan's killer mentality, which I don't think he – yeah. I, I, there's things I think he doesn't He doesn't have that takeover a game. He does when he – sometimes, but I don't see it. I, there's no only one Jordan. But David Blatt, his head coach of Cleveland, said Jordan didn't have to chase championships, co-stars, all six in Chicago, and then MJ was about us instead of I. All right, well, if this is true, I don't know. I'd rather hear David Blatt say that. Listen, you're not gonna you're not gonna get in any fight with me. We shall see. We shall see. It's just amazing how much freaking Bama has turned it around in the, since 2008. Worst season was a freaking ten and three, ten and three since 2008. Ten and three, worst season. Jesus Christ. Yep, yeah. he's awesome. You know, so I did the. The Michigan, when they won the national championship in 97, 98, the only guys taken were 
Woodson, Chris Floyd, Brian Greasy. Oh, three. Okay, that was 98. Glenn Steele and Chris Howard. Do you remember those names? Yeah, I mean, Woodson and Brian Greasy, who ended up. Chris Floyd, I think he played a little bit. And I don't know. Chris Howard, too, I remember running back being taken, but none of those guys really panned out to be great players. But Charles Woodson was from the National Championship team who had a Hall of Fame career. Crazy. All right. Yeah, I like Shea Patterson. I think Shea Patterson's going to do all right. I think he's going to do all right. And they also signed uh, Taco Charlton, who, did, who had five sacks in 10 games, had troubles with the Cowboys, went to the Dolphins, five sacks in 10 games, they cut him, and now the Chiefs got him. But a one-year deal. And you always wonder about these guys. Like, what, what, what happened? What changed that things went off the deep end in a way? But I don't know. Listen, sometimes you get with the right team. And I'll tell you, Andy Reid right now, he got that championship. He wants another one. And I know that Mahomes wants more than one ring. I think he wants to go after Tom Brady. It's asking big. But listen, get to three. Get to Troy Aikman territory. We'll talk to you. Get to four. We'll talk, uh, we'll talk a little uh, Montana Bradshaw. But one's good to start. And you go from there. We'll see what happens. All right. Last show's trivia question. Second youngest quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Mahomes was 24 years, 138 days in his win this year over the uh, Niners in the Super Bowl. So second youngest. Okay, today's trivia question. What Super Bowl was the first to have a Roman numeral and also was the first played on artificial turf? What Super Bowl was the first to have a Roman numeral and also was played on artificial turf? All right. Hope everybody's good. Gumbo Chef. James, always good. I'm watching, oh, I'm watching Upload. I'm on the third season. It is on Amazon. It's okay. But we're watching Little Flyers Everywhere. I like it a lot. The two episodes in with Reese Spoon and uh, Scandal. Can't remember. I'm blanking on Kerry Washington. And Upload, that's all right. I'm going to stick it out. James, hope you're well. Who else is out there? Big A. Lanker. Harris. Big E. Oh, and Rhonda, last, last, last dance tonight. Everybody watch Last Dance. Peace out. Talk to you soon.